What it is, RJLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your conversation piece host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at radiojustice.org, where something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you on the bus, train, plane, or simply at the water cooler or in Cubicle Nation. Today, Conversation Piece is on a road show covering SURF 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway with SURF Executive Director Kathy Sutton and special guests KNS Rockstar, Gardena Councilman Mark E. Henderson, Solid Core Sound Systems owner Mike Wilson, and my first mayoral interview with Torrance Mayor Patrick J. Fury. SURF Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation here to help children and adults with special needs to reach their potential in life. Welcome to Conversation Peace. I'm Angela Birdsong with Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. I am at the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway right here in the Walmart parking lot at 190th and Normandy. And the SURF Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation is sponsoring this along with a lot of other local corporate and city um, sponsors. I have sitting in front of me the Mayor of Torrance, Mayor Patrick Fury. Mayor, what's going on in the city of Torrance that you would like people to know about? And how did you get connected with this event? This is one of those great events, and Kathy cajoled me into getting involved with this eight years ago. She had an idea, she had a vision of what she wanted to do uh, for the underserved community to get kids started in school. Education is so, so very important, as we all know, and you have to have the products with you. You have to have the equipment, and what a better way to do it than to provide them with backpacks. But Kathy has a way of getting people to come out even more than that. She gets donations of bicycles and toys and things so that the kids, you know, backpacks, you know, that's for school. But if they come out for a prize, something like that, we've, we've just given away three bicycles. Kids are just super excited about that. But they get to take home a backpack with supplies in there so that when they start school next next couple of weeks, they have the tools necessary to get them started. And you just can't, you can't excel at school unless you have the tools with you. And that's why I got involved in this. When she told me what she wanted to do, I said, I'm with you all the way. And now it's eight years that we've been doing this. This is a great location. Thank you, Walmart, for allowing us to use this area of the parking lot for, you know, all day today. And, and you know, people are just coming out of the walls. It's just amazing. This is a great location for it because people are here shopping for school supplies. And here we are giving away school supplies. It doesn't get much better than this. You know, we have so many people in Torrance and the area that are underserved. And sometimes it's economics and sometimes it's social issues. But when you give them an opportunity, that's when we have successes. And, and I'm so happy that Kathy is, is, you know, she's just a saint. She really is a saint. I would do anything for that young lady. Yes. And... I, you know, whenever you think about the, the giveaways that you do for back to school, you just really do take for granted the things that you were able to, to get maybe in your own family or, at your, or, or depending on what school district that, that, that you belong to. Now, how is the Torrance School District um, um, pairing to new technology, STEM, and STEAM? Well, we're really fortunate in Torrance because we have our own school district. It's the same boundaries as the city of Torrance. We left LA Unified uh, about 73 years ago. Uh, but uh, uh, And we have foundations that are supplying the schools, the, the children with everything that they need. We have a number of Title I schools for the people who, who have economic issues. And, and the, you know they take care of that, but it, it's never enough. 
it, it, you can never give a child enough tools. Uh, they have to have the food. They have to have the supplies. They have to be able to excel. And, and we have a tremendous school district, 98% graduation rate. And, and so we keep these kids and, and, and just keep them as they go through the 12 years of school. And, and I'm very proud of the school district in Torrance. It's really nice that we have our own school district. Uh, we, we know the teachers, we know the administrators, we know the, the elected officials that run the school district. We work hand in hand with them. We have some great facilities, uh, and, and we have a lot of children come from other school districts on permits to come into our school. If they're fortunate enough to be able to come into our school and uh, stay in our schools and graduate from a Torrance school. So and it's nothing about the other schools. Sometimes it's a convenience thing. Parent works in Torrance, so they have the opportunity to take their child with them in the morning and pick them up afterwards, and that's another good thing uh, to be able to provide that service to the community. Uh, kids need good education. STEM is so important right now. Science, technology, economic, and math. I mean, you you can't do anything without that anymore. That is the new future. We're not building widgets anymore. Now we're thinking about the newest widget. And we have, these kids are just amazing what they're learning in our schools. What are the challenges for the city of Torrance? Is there any homeless, houseless situations or just the the housing um, um, problems that we're seeing in the greater Los Angeles area? It's the same as every other city. We have just not enough housing for people and not enough reasonable housing. And that's one of the things we'll be addressing in the next couple of few years. Uh, Fortunately, with Measure H passing and Measure Triple H in Los Angeles, I I see that in a couple years we'll be able to build some housing to get people off the streets. It's it's horrible that we have almost 60,000 people who are homeless in Los Angeles County. That's bigger than a lot of the cities in Los Angeles County. And it's unsustainable. We, We have to get people off of the streets and into some kind of a housing situation with wraparound services to whatever their issue are, whether it's a mental health issue, whether it's drugs or alcohol, or whether it's just pure economic. Uh, with housing as expensive as it is, people cannot afford to live in the South Bay. Uh, and you know, if you're going to work in the South Bay, you have to live here. You can't live in uh, the desert and travel into work here. So. Uh, you know, it, it's really problematic, but I, I'm sure, and, and you know, we're, we're friends with uh, Mayor Garcetti, Joe Buscayeno, uh, all of our friends in Gardena and Lomita and Lawndale and, and all of the South Bay. And one of the great things is that uh, the new programs that are happening in Inglewood right now, Mayor Butts has been very, very fortunate to cajole two football teams to come in there, build this tremendous stadium, housing, and it's going to be an economic driver not just for Inglewood, which I'm so happy for that city. It's, all of us are going to benefit by that because it provides house jobs and good paying jobs. Just the construction workers alone has made an impact on the economy of the entire South Bay. But when that stadium is finished and we have more people coming to the Los Angeles, Inglewood, Torrance area to just go to events in that area, it is going to be a, a, just a, a game changer for the South Bay. Most definitely a game changer. Back to the City of Champions, right? Yes. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. We all remember the City of Champions, and Jim Butts has been able to create what will be the City of Champions again. We're going to have the Clippers there. We have two football teams. And, and I mean, it's just an amazing transformation. And, and we were also very proud of Inglewood for so many years. And economics were really bad for a while. Yes. And, and he, uh, he he's just... A, yeah, I'm really proud to call Jim my friend. And, and he, you know, we always tease each other because we're competitive but non-competitive. We, we compete with uh, each other for businesses to come to our community, but we always pat each other on the back when we have a success. And, and I really I, I owe an awful lot to him as a friend, uh, as a supporter. Uh, we do an awful lot of things together. Now he's the uh, chair of the Metropolitan Transit Authority. Uh, helping us to do transportation. That's another thing that people need. We need better bus service and better rail service. And that is one of the things that Mayor Butts is going to do. We're going to see in the next few years train travel to LAX. We're going to have a people mover around LAX. Thank you, Mayor Garcetti, for that vision. You know, we're going to have the Olympics here in 2028 in, in Southern California. 28 transit projects by 2028 which will make people be able to move around. 
like we did in 1984. And, you know, everybody has a good memory, or anybody who was here in 84, how great everything worked then. I am certain with the governments that we have in the South Bay and Los Angeles County, we're going to have another successful Olympics where we're going to make money. We're going to have legacies for our youth and our seniors based upon all of the things that happen out of the 2028 Olympics. It's really an exciting time to be in Southern California. We're going to make the Golden State golden all over again. That sounds like fantastic news for the South Bay and Southern California, just California, period. Yes. yes. Now, what are some of the highlights from the city of Torrance from this year that you would like to share with us? And what do you guys are looking forward to for this last quarter of this year? Well, what we're doing right now is we're building a trans transit center right on Crenshaw Boulevard, which will coordinate the transportation of all the bus lines in Southern California. Eventually, the Green Line will also be extended to there. So uh, this is going to be a regional transit. Uh, it's a change. It's an epiphany. Uh, people will be able to get on a bus, go to the transit center, get on a train, go to any place in Los Angeles County, including the airport, without taking your car. Getting people off the 405, moving people, but still being in environmentally friendly. We have a downtown old Torrance area in Torrance that is being revitalized as we sit here. There's new restaurants and shops right there. We've, we've done all the streets there. There's a vibe. It's a real vibe. Entertainment. People are going there and again uh, it, it's, it's an entertainment for the locals but it's also a drive for the tourism when they come here. So uh, things are really looking good and, and, and I'm really pleased to be the mayor at this juncture of our city. Now, last question, Mary, because I'm really taking all this for, for granted right here because this is Kathy Sutton's event, so nobody's tugging at you. Yeah. It's almost like you're undercover yeah. here today. Nobody knows that you're here. So I, I really could do a longer um, conversation with you. We should but someday. <laughs> I, you know, I will. Thank, thank you for that. Um, so my, my, my last question to you is how do you want the Torrance residents to get more involved in your city, in, our, in, the, in their city? Volunteerism. We have amazing volunteers, but you can never have more. Last year, uh, we did an effort that said, wanted people to actually pledge volunteer hours, and we said 100,000 hours. And we had 125,000 hours of people who have pledged that they will volunteer in the year 2019. So we're going to watch how they do that, and we're going to call them the task. You said you'd volunteer 25 hours. We're going to make sure they do. But so many people do. They really do. It, it, that's one of the great things about our city. People roll up their sleeves and come out and volunteer. And donations, uh, it's most important. You know, we have so many organizations uh, and donating some money, donating some uh, products, and our business community is wonderful that way. And uh, right here, we're sitting here in Walmart. I mean, what a great community partner they have turned into. Uh, just, there's not an event that they're not involved with. And, uh, you know, they take it on the, uh, the chin sometimes. People talk about them, but, you know, when it comes down, push comes to shove, they're out here. They're opening up their doors, they're opening up their wallets, and they're giving things for kids, for seniors, and for the rest of the community. So we have to give them a big thank you today. To volunteer for the City of Torrance, where should people go? All they have to do is contact the City of Torrance. They can either go on our website, torrenceca.gov, or they can call 310-618-2801. Again, that's 310-618-2801, and just ask to speak to the volunteer coordinator, and we embrace them with open arms. Thank you so much for your time. Mayor of Torrance, Mayor Patrick Fury. Amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think you're my first mayor that I interviewed. I just realized that. So thank you so much for, for your time, for, for giving me your time today at the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway. Thank you very much. It's my privilege to be your first mayor. Yes. Mr. Bang is on the beat like AKA Trunk Rattler. Hey, 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 h
I'm Angela Birdsong, and I am still at the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway. You're listening to Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. I have the executive director and the person who has put together this 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway right here on the Walmart parking lot at 190th in Normandy, executive director of SURF, Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation, Kathy Sutton. Kathy, welcome to Conversation Peace. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So, excellent event. I had a great time. And what are we to expect for the ninth annual? And give us some highlights that you thought about for today. Well, today, you know, it it went better than I thought, and it it just everything just fell into place, and everything was absolutely wonderful. So I am really grateful of how well everything went. Uh, next year, however, we had bigger sponsors coming in because there were sponsors that I had contacted, and they said, "Well, it's just not enough time for us to jump in and get involved." So next year, I've got a bigger sponsorship, more you know, more companies coming in and things of that nature. And just like I said, I couldn't have did it all, you know, without my friend over here, Mike Wilson. Right. So you wanted to make sure that we included Mike Wilson, who is the sound system guy with Solid Core's um, sound systems. Mike, what do you have to say about these kind of events right here? Well, I like getting involved with the community, especially when the young adults try to create some type of incentive as what the future can be. And uh, the sound company that I have is... is black-owned and is veteran-operated. Most of my staff are, are military personnel. Henceforth, we try to be all we can, do the best we can. And, you know, represents, even though we're small, the good quality that people expect when you have sound being presented indoors as well as out. Oh, the sound was great. Now, does your, your company also include the sound engineering um, portion? Yes, we have four engineers on my staff. Uh, we also have a lighting director. Uh, we can also do stage and uh, management, tour production and management. So it's a pretty diversified group of people. Now give us your contact information. How do we find you? Well, Solid Core Sound System, SCSS92832 at Yahoo. And the call number is 562 704 0403, Michael Wilson. Okay, you have to give that email address again because that, that had a lot of letters in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the, the letters for the company Solid Core Sound Systems S C S S 92832 at Yahoo. Thank you. Kathy, why, how did you come up with the first annual for, for this back to school giveaway? eight years ago? Well, you know what? It's been more than eight years because I started in New Orleans right after the hurricane. And we did four years in New Orleans and then I transferred it up here to Los Angeles. And so we've been doing it every year because what happened when you start doing these things, it's hard to stop because people are expecting them every year. And plus the fact, the reason why we did them is to have bring kids out here from the lower income communities and be able to identify those kids that would need the help because our organization deal with sensory processing disorders. And not a lot of people in the low income communities know about things that are going on with their children. And so that's a good way that we can identify kids and basically help the parents out. Now tell us, what is sensory processing disorder? Sensory processing disorders has to do with all of your senses. Everybody knows the different senses that you have. And some of them, the nervous system is tied to a lot of those senses. So what happens is when you have sensory processing, because we all have a certain point of sensory processing disorder, and, but some have, have it more intense than others. So basically, uh, say if a kid is sensitive to sound, then what happens is they get a sound that they can't really process. Then they have an episode where they just can't, and you can't calm yourself down from that because you're dealing with something that you can't possibly deal with. And so, and some kids, you know, have problems smelling things. Some kids don't like to be hugged or touched. And, you know, it just continues on. 
How can people get in contact with you and what are the services that you offer? I know that you guys assist parents, educators, medical professionals, peace officers, and the public to understand children and adults with special needs. And you guys' goal is to help them reach their potential in life. Yes, that's exactly true. And what we basically do, uh, if they call us and they have a problem and they're not understanding what's going on with their child, we try, you know, I listen to them, I try to help them. And if I think that they need further assistance, we have OTs on our board that, you know, I can give them, you know, give them, uh, set them up with an appointment to give them a call. And they'll give them a 15-minute consult minute consultation to try to figure out what's going on and then once we figure out what's going on then we try to look for somebody in their area to see who can assist them and you know we not only just throw, throw them at any you know uh, therapist that can assist them we try to find one that matches them but our you know our initial goal and this is something we've been working for a long time our initial goal is to build our own is to build our own center whereas we can have we you know we have you know, we have researched so many things as far as state-of-the-art equipment. And basically with the state-of-the-art equipment, uh, they can, you know, you know, it can reach so many kids and it can help so many ways. Because a lot of times people just turn to medication and that's not always the answer. Now, what's next for SURF? What's next for SURF? We have we do a Christmas event every year to give away toys for Christmas. But just like I said, we're going full speed ahead. I am really working on getting that center and getting the most state-of-the-art equipment. We have been we have been pounding this pavement for years. We even got a whole a whole. Um, prospectus on it and things like that, a whole proposal. And we even give them different um, samples of some of the equipment we're talking about and how it works. So we're just striving because those kids, you know, those kids don't need to be in juvenile detention center. Those kids don't need to go to jail. They need help and they need help early. Now tell us a little bit about today's event. Who, who did you have here today? Oh my God, we had a, you know, we had a wonderful lineup because I was getting calls and everybody wanted to perform. So uh, we had Mystic Wave Band, which played in the beginning. We had Kama Band, and they were absolutely wonderful. And then we had Sparkle, we had Ivan Newton, we had the uh, Freedom, which was absolutely wonderful. And we had a couple of others. I can't think of all of them. <laughs> oh, you know, Art Nay was the one that really, you know, because they are younger people and they dress up like older people. And then they come with a cane and then all of a sudden they break out and start dancing. So I really enjoyed them as well as, uh, what's the other one? Uh, high key, I think it's the other one. Yeah. Right, and and, and K and X uh, yeah, rock star. Right. K and right. X rock stars. Yeah, I can't think of all of them. It was like a very big lineup. And I wanted to say one thing. I picked my MC this year, and he was blind. The MC was a blind uh, young a young man. And I just, you know, I thought that it would be very encouraging to other kids to see, you know, he has, you know, he has, he's blind and has a condition, but you could still get up and do things. Right. I did not know that. And I did, I did see the MC. Now, what was in the backpacks? This is my last question with you, because I know you got to go. People are standing around you. <laughs> uh, what, what, is, uh, what was in the backpacks? Well, you know what? We gave away the backpacks, and then Office Depot was stuffing them with pencils, paper, all kinds of stuff. But then we did special backpacks for, uh, oh, my God, I've got to tell you the story, because this is just too much. One of the guys, one of the guys that are in charge of the groups gave me a call. He picked up and said, you know what, Kathy? Um, I just ran across this woman who had five kids, and she was homeless. And she, you know, and he told her about this event, and she said, "Well, my kid, you know, I can't buy them anything." So he told them to come here, and when he told them to come here, I got, you know, I the uh, Tina, the general manager of Walmart here on the site that we're on. I told her about it. She told me, "Baby, come on." She took them to the store and had them get whatever they need. 
I mean, it's just, you know, because see, you know, when you're dealing with people that are, you know, they're humanitarians, you know, you they understand what we're doing and they appreciate what we're doing. So that was so touching. Very touching. Kathy, thank you so much thank for always giving me your time. From, from our first meeting back in December at Congresswoman Waters Christmas toy giveaway. Right. And thank you so much because, you know what, the more that you put it out there, the more response I get. So thank you so much, Angela. You're very welcome. I'm Angela Birdsong, and you're listening to Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. Angela Birdsong with Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. I am still at the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway that is sponsored and created by SURF, Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation, with its executive director, Kathy Sutton, who I got to interview back in December at Congresswoman Waters' Christmas toy giveaway party back then. So I'm here covering this event for Mrs. Sutton for Radio Justice LA and I have one of the city councilmen for City of Gardena, Councilman Mark E. Henderson, who is giving me some time here at, at this event. Mark, introduce yourself. How did you become councilman, and what brought you to this event? Uh, I became councilman for my love for my community, and I wanted to actually do more than just complain about, hey, they could be doing this, they should be doing that. So I decided to make sure I got proactively involved in what's going on, and I love serving my community. That's a great thing. How I got involved in this event has been knowing Kathy over a number of years and everything and kind of just seeing things and all that. So when I became elected, she reached out. I'm like, yeah, I still participate in everything and all that because it's a really important organization, although I can never remember the acronym, so I always just say SERF <laughs> and everything. But I know it helps those that have uh, special needs and auditory issues and different things like that. So this is a worthwhile cause and being involved with the backpack giveaway and the bike giveaway. Every time she has it, it's always a great venue. The energy is always positive, and everybody's hanging out, so it's always a good place to be. What were you doing before you became councilman of Gardena? Uh, well, before I was on an entrepreneur, had my own technology consulting firm. I currently work full-time for Los Angeles Community College District. I'm an administrator there. I work in technology primarily, so I'm still doing some things. Father of four young adults and everything. Married, just doing the, the normal things that folks do, but want to be really proactive and committed to my community and doing what I can hopefully to make it better. Because the reason why I ask because I, you know, I'm not sure sometimes who's listening to my show, but I always want young people, especially people of color, to to know that whatever path that we have taken to get to where we are, that that's available for them also because we don't always get to see councilmen or city right. officials that look like us. Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. So we do some mentoring with young men and young ladies, but young men specifically, because some of the times they think that some of the things that they would aspire to be, they can't because they don't see anybody looking like them that does it. So when we speak to folks and young kids, it's like, look, we're no different. We used to be you. Embrace your uniqueness and what your skills are and work towards that. And you can achieve what you want. But again, it's, for some, it's hard to do it because if I don't know a journalist or I don't know a doctor or I don't know a councilman, then I don't know what that looks like. So our goal as leaders in our community in the village, now that we're elder folks of the village, is to make sure that we're accessible, we're, we're approachable, and we're willing to share the knowledge that we have so these youngsters can then take our places and everything. So I'm really into that and really important because that's really important. And then to make sure that as an African-American or person of color, anybody part of the diaspora, that there's all type of opportunities for us and everything. And if we don't speak up and amplify our voice, then, you know, we're kind of lost. So we have to make sure it's okay to speak up and say what's on your mind. Do it in a respectful manner and everything. But sometimes there's the need for righteous indignation as well. 
and everything when things just are not going right. So our, I always encourage our community, even myself, my family, to speak up when there's an issue. Speak up when there's an issue. You have an obligation to yourself and your community. Now, since we had a back-to-school event, right. how, what is the state of the school district, the public schools, right. and the city of Gardena? Yeah, it's the state of public schools and the city of Gardena, they're all managed by LAUSD. So our city has two districts of LAUSD in the city of Gardena. District 1, which is uh, ran by uh, Dr. McKenna. District 1 has a portion of our schools, and District 7 has the southern part of our schools, which is run by uh, Dr. Vladovic. So we make sure that there's always community partnership between both districts and everything because most of our community go to the schools within our community. So we want to make sure that our parents are active in school site councils and different things like that. So make sure that there's some symbiotic relationship, coalition building to make sure it's better because when the kids leave outside of the school, it's our job to make sure that we got a positive community outside. So if we work together with the local administrations and everything, our area superintendent of this area, Dr. Romero, He's great. He's actually a Gardena product. So he was born and raised in Gardena. So our community and our relationship with community and schools is actually really positive. So we want to make sure we continue that. So that's good. It's great. Where Where are you from? I am from originally L.A. County and everything. I've been residing in Gardena probably over 30 years. Whenever I grew up in the L.A. County area, so Los Angeles, Harbor City, and every Gardena, Hawthorne. So I'm all around. So I'm very familiar with LA County. So I've been, but I'm born and raised in California. Born and raised in California. Me too. Yes. Now, where, where did you go to undergrad? Because we're, we're at a back to school event, so I'm trying <laughs> to keep some of the questions educational. Okay. Where did you go to high school? Okay. And where did you go to college? All right, I can do that. So I went to high school. I'm a graduate of Narbonne High School, LAUSD, very proud in Harbor City. After that, I went to Los Angeles Southwest College for a year, and then I joined the United States Navy, and I was in there four and a half years, got involved with electronics and telecommunications. So when I came out, I got a degree in telecommunications management from DeVry University, finished that. I went on, started working at Jet Propulsion Laboratories, which was an awesome experience. So again, understanding a belief in yourself and going with your natural gift of math and science, which I had and everything, although in school, the focus was always, always kind of hit and miss. But after that, got my master's, moved to Silicon Valley, worked for a little bit, came back, got my doctorate from the University of Laverne, my master's in business from the University of Redlands. So I believe in education and in my family. So you have to model what you're telling people that they should be about. So I make sure I try to model that. So I'm very pleased with my education. Education has taken me places that I don't think I'd ever gone by not being educated and everything. So it's been a great opportunity. Thank you for, so much for sharing what your, what your educational pathway has been. Now, off air, before we start interviewing, I asked you what district in, in Gardena yes. you represented, and your answer was? My answer was, we are not district in the city of Gardena, we're all at large, and that's a preference for me as a personal person, because I think in a city our size, we're only six square miles, I think it's important to make sure that all of us are accountable to the community versus a person or a sliver of the community, one person, everything. I know that's in some instances where a lot of communities have to district up, but I think it, it could potentially take some things away because if I was a community member, I want to make sure that everybody's accountable for our quality of life and everything, not just one person or this person, that. Because I think if we're running to get everybody's vote, we want to make sure that we're responsible to everybody. And I believe in responsive government, quality of life, transparency, and all that. So I prefer us to make sure that we continue to stay at large. Okay, well, did not know how the Gardena, city of Gardena was broken down as far as um, government officials, nor the school district. I, you know, <laughs> didn't know that you guys were part of LA Unified. Yes, we are, absolutely. And uh, it's a great thing about, and everything else is just like education. And sometimes they say a smart person knows what they don't know. And I'm that way too. If I don't know something, I ask a question, everything. And when I do know something, I appreciate your questions because it's about getting that, that knowledge out there. So a lot of people are like, hey, we need to do something about the, about the schools. Like, well, we can work with LASD. And I believe there's always a solution at the end of the table. Hey, we need to do this with our community. Hey, we'll come to city council and talk about it. Put us all on notice. And we reserve the issue. So we try to really make sure that there is a great relationship between the community, the elected officials, our city staff and everything. So at our leadership pyramid, the community is at the top. 
and we all work for the community and everything like that. So we want to make sure that we foster that. Gardena's probably, what, maybe 60 or so years old, somewhere around there. And we've had just a great history of where we've come from, where we're going and everything like that. Great diversity in our community. We got great restaurants and everything. So I encourage everyone to come to Gardena and shop and eat and play because we love you here and my house if you can. <laughs> right. Now, now, speaking of housing, is there a homeless housing, um, houseless um, um um, going on in the city of Gardena we, we, also. We, we uh, participated in the recent homeless count in L.A. County. Our homeless count is unfortunately has gone up. So we're trying to figure out what we can do to make sure we handle our homeless issues in the city of Gardena. We've partnered with L.A. County on some different measures and everything. We're looking at what we can do, potentially spot some properties to assist with the homeless issue because it's a large L.A. County issue. And a lot of it has to deal with mental health issues and everything. So we're doing what we can with the resources we have. We're now looking at different ways that we can garner additional resources to address the homelessness issue in regards to affordable housing. That's an issue in L.A. County. Uh, socioeconomic thing. Our, our wages have not gone up. They've been stagnant for so long. And just to live in California is just so costly and it's increasing. So what do we do to mitigate that as policymakers and as a community? So it's a it's a unique challenge that collectively I think we can kind of all resolve. But for the smaller cities, sometimes it's a super duper burden because we can only make so much revenue and everything and all that. So then we have to get creative. Now, what I will say about our staff and our colleagues, my colleagues on council, we are creative in some of the things that we're trying to do. So to, to answer your question directly, we've identified what our challenge is and now we're going to address it. And now we're trying to figure out what's the best way we can address it to kind of maximize the potential. Because as things go, it looks like the homeless count throughout L.A. County is probably going to increase. So I think collectively all 88 cities in L.A. County have to figure out what we're going to do. And it's not just a regional issue and everything. It's like, what are we all going to do? So we're all trying to band together and work together to resolve it. But we do recognize that it is a challenge. Right. All, all these cities are, are, are connected. Yes. Yes. Um, another hot button topic. Since you guys are part of L.A. Unified School District, what is your take on the random searches that they have? Well, my take on that, uh, safety is definitely an issue, but you never want to violate anybody's civil liberties and everything and all that. So I think that's a that's a challenge that's unique to to school administrators and, and their policymakers on their board because they have to walk that fine line of, well, we have to keep all kids safe. And yet we don't want to violate civil liberties. So then, and then the searches, is it subjective or is it an objective search? So then you start worrying about discriminatory behaviors and all that. So it's something that, city council, I'm glad I'm not on the school board to kind of have to deal with that. Because it's, it's a unique conundrum that they have to figure out because they have to walk that line. I definitely am not in favor of anybody's civil liberties being violated. Also, how are we actually enforcing this policy or applying the policy and so I just think they need to do extensive review on that but I think everybody's goal community goals is safety of all children and we just got to figure out how we get there okay good stuff good 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 Thank answer I, I I should connect you with um, um, LA students deserve okay which is a student-run organization where their goal is to to end the random searches and in LA Unified School District, they're, they're doing some real good, maybe may a good connection. Well, I don't know. I don't but, know. Well, you right. got my contact and Miss Birdsong, anything you need me to do, or you can call me, I'll make sure I'm available. Okay, shall do. Right. Now, let's get to the exciting things that's going to be yes. happening in Gardena. Well, yes. what, what's happening in Gardena well, coming up? Uh, we are, Gardena, we are a festival city, so we do all kind of great things. Next big thing coming up for us is last Sunday in August is our world-renowned, I always like to use big, big adjectives, our world-renowned jazz festival. And I can't remember all the acts that are going to be there, but I, be I believe the event is sold out as far as VIP. There may be some general admission, but that was uh, something that was developed by a former council person and now a, a state legislator in the community in regards to something for our community to do. But now it's turned into something that regionally people from far and wide now come to celebrate in the city of Gardena. And we love it. We love it. As a small city, it's like, yeah, we're here. 
We're something for the people in the community. And I think it's been all. It's we're in double digit years and high double digit years now. It's under 20, but we've been doing it for a long time now consistently and it just kind of gets better every time. So we always like to encourage folks to come out. If you don't have tickets, buy your tickets <laughs> and everything and this is a great opportunity for folks to come out. So Miss Birdsong, hope to see you there. Well, if, if I can get a press pass, I, I will be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll call our parks department and see if they give out the press passes. So some of the day-to-day stuff, I don't get involved and I let the, let the staff do that. But if that opportunity is available, it doesn't hurt asking. Right. Now, we're um, getting ready to go into the year 2020 yes. in a few months. What's the outlook for Gardena in the year 2020? Uh, well, Gardena in the year 2020, we have an election coming up. Uh, a few seats open up. I'm running for re-election. We're looking at trying to do something with our sales tax because, back to your homeless question, we figured out that maybe if we can convince the community that if we have to increase our sales tax by half cent or whatever, then we can keep our money local and then we can address some of our issues locally versus maybe, you know, we'll still contribute to a larger regional pot, but for us to really do the things we'd like to do without petitioning or different things like that, that maybe if we had our own coffers and we got our own plan, we can execute it a lot quicker and it resolves our problems a lot faster. So that's what we're thinking right now. So that's coming up. We got Census 2020 coming up. So we want to encourage everybody to come out. Uh, I know it's a kind of a a touchy subject because it's important, but every community, you know, that, that count is really important because that's how you determine what resources are going to be allocated to your community. And unfortunately, with with the political climate that's happening now, the concern is there may be an undercount. And and then cities may not get their fair share of allocation to then take care of streets and quality of life issues and all that. So that's the line we got to kind of figure out because that delta of what you should get per population has to be made up by the city. So then now you have to figure out well, now how do we cover that shortfall. So it's going to be a challenge. Those are some of the things that as elected leaders we're all wrestling with, trying to figure out. But when it's a day of fun, like you said, the Jazz Festival, we kind of just take that break and focus on that and everything. But the business of government still is going, and we still work to make sure that our community is safe, clean, prosperous, and, and folks have a good time. What would you want the city of Gardena residents to do uh, what, what's your call out to them? Uh, my call out to the city of Gardena is con- let's continue to be proactive and engage our leadership, engage our community, engage each other. Let's be part of the process. I always tell people government works when you work it, but it doesn't work when you're sitting at home. It works when you're proactively interfacing with the process. That's how you promote change, you bring about change, and you get your voice heard. So I'm always a big proponent, proponent of folks coming and speaking and getting involved in your communities because that's how you change it versus sitting why don't they do this i wish they do that da, da, da. let us hear it let your leaders hear what you think needs to happen and everything and hold us accountable so we can start working on those solutions how can people contact the city of um, gardena government uh, definitely start at our website at www.cityofgardena.org and everything, and you can get in touch with what's going on in our city, uh, different business opportunities, economic development opportunities. You can reach all the council through that. We have our web, our email addresses on that website. If there's anything, any questions, and we're a responsive body, so you send an issue out, we'll respond to the issue. So, not a problem. We encourage that. Okay. Thank you so much you for, for your, your time, person. Yeah. Thank you very much. You are listening to Conversation Piece on RadioJustice.org. We'll be back with more from the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway, sponsored by SURF Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation. I'm Angela Birdsong, and you're still listening to Conversation Piece coming from the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway. 
presented by SERF, Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation. I have one of the performing artists that just got off stage here at the Back to School giveaway here at the Walmart parking lot on 190th in Normandy. And the name of this group is KNX Rockstar. They are a husband and wife duo who also has a clothing line called We Busy that is available at Walmart, you guys. And I know you guys are like, why is she publicizing Walmart like that? Because We Be Busy is up in Walmart. We Busy. I said, well, I just put some Ebonics on it and added some extra stuff on it. But let me let you guys introduce yourselves and tell us about your musical um, adventure and your clothing line. Okay. Who's first? Well, okay. Hi, my name is Kiai. And this is your girl Silky. And we are KNS Rockstar. Well, my name is Kiai. I'm a music producer, writer, singer, and um, arranger of the group. And and yes, my name is Silky, songwriter, rapper extraordinaire, <laughs> business person. Right. But um, you know, we are KNS Rockstar. The way we started was, uh, I married. I met my wife in Nashville, Tennessee. Followed her three thousand miles. I married her in two thousand seven. It, it took about three years to get her, you know, but it, it happened. And um, as we came together. Um, we created the group KNS Rockstar because it wasn't you no know, African American groups anymore, like Tina Turner's and you know Peaches and Herbs and stuff like that. And we felt like, you know, you, if you had them, they was cursing and they want to be pimps and they want to be, you know, the other girls, you know. What I'm saying? But so we want to change that and show the positivity of the African American male and African American woman that we also can be entrepreneurs and do it the right way instead of uh, doing it the way where you make money off of easy. We want to take our time and. So we started a school tour called the We Busy School Tour. And everybody was like, hey, man, hey, could you guys come out? we like, we busy. Hey, man, can you come to this event? we like, we busy. we like, you know what, let's just put this on a shirt. So it's all started from a shirt. Then the next thing you know, we was like, let's put it on. Uh, let's sparkle it up and put it on sweatsuits. And we was walking through Walmart, and a GM just happened to be there. And she said, whose clothing line is that? And we said, it's ours. She was like, you got any samples in the car? I said, I let, babe, we keep samples. So we gave her like 10 samples of each kind, girls and boys. And she took it to a meeting and 29 Walmarts towards the 805 wanted our clothing line. That's how it all started. Congratulations. Thank you. 29. And, you know, it, it, it was kind of hard keeping up with the, um, you know, it was only two of us. You know what I mean? So it was hard keeping up with. Uh, the product, the product that they wanted, because they was ordering like a hundred to two hundred pieces of a, a store, and that's twenty nine stores. So we went online, and we, it's also on, online on Walmart now. So yeah, yeah, congratulations! Thank you so much. Thank you, and we busy. Um, also, with that moniker, we stay busy. We have a nonprofit organization. So we, with our anti-bullying nonprofit organization, we actually travel to schools. We put on assemblies. They're generally forty-five minutes to a one-hour assembly. Um, we do a little bit of what you saw today, which is giveaways. So we'll speak to the students first, about thirty minutes. Then we'll do a speech-off contest. Then we will motivate the students and encourage them. So with that, we give incentives. So we ask them what they can do as a community or a school you know, a leader or associate within their schools to come together to stop bullying. Um, we unify schools. We talk about diversity. It's all about love and community. We help kids um, work on their developmental assets. So it's really important um, what we do. And we love and have a passion for what we do. So that's why we, we wanted to turn that into a nonprofit organization. So we travel to schools, you know, all over um, nationwide, hopefully international in the future. Um, so definitely and it's, every, it's at every school um, level, so it's not just um, elementary schools, it's intermediate schools and high school levels as well. And of course, for each school level, it's different. You we, know, do fairs, so. we do fairs and yes, festivals, festivals also. concerts, um, entertainment, we host, you know, we just do it all. We do it all. Anything entertainment, we pretty much do. Anything fashion, we pretty much do. <laughs> we busy. We busy. <laughs> Literally, like, we busy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And now we have baby as well. So like her, yeah, with her, she's busy in entertainment. She's busy in fashion and, you know, with her agent, keeping her busy as well. So it's, it's wonderful. It's such a blessing. Now, how did you guys get connected with this um, back to school? I know you guys do the, the busy back to school. But how did you guys get connected with Sir, with Kathy Sutton? Well, we uh, we know Randy Hankins. Um, that's our, he's an alliance of ours, a partner of ours, and 
we, we pretty much put on shows in the Ventura area. So we bring out his artists and he was doing this this gig and he was like, you guys need to come because you are entrepreneurs and tourists need to see entrepreneurs, not just singers and rappers. You know, they need to see people that, that really made it happen of color and, and to let the, let the kids know that they can also do anything if a husband and wife is doing it, you know, you can do it too. So. Yes. Yes, it's such a blessing to be here today and support Miss Kathy Sutton, support Walmart, you know, and who's a general partner, and to support Randy, the school tour, support people like yourselves as well. Your business is very important as well to get the word out there. People like Kathy need people like you. People like ourselves need people like you. So we thank you as well for your time and the opportunity. Oh, thank, thank you guys. Now, the songs that you guys are singing. Are those originals? Where, where can we find your music? You can find our music actually on We Busy KNS Rockstar Facebook. You can you can hit us up on Instagram. And the songs are original. We believe in not sampling, uh, so we can keep all the money that comes. See, that's that's one thing. Artists got to be smart. You sampling songs and you're not making money because you can't clear those samples. So I wanted to make sure that me and my wife, every song that we do is original, and that we get those. We get the monies from our publishing companies or when the radio plays because they don't have to clear anything. And um, uh, as, you, as we're speaking, you know, like I was telling you guys on stage, uh, Mr. Boosie Collins, we're collabing on a um, on a huge record for uh, the American art. Uh, Americans got American Idol artist Ushe, who uh, came in sixth place on American Idol this year, and uh, it's called Let It Rain, and it's, it's going to be a huge hit, chasing the Grammy. You know, that's my mogul, my, lo- my my motto right now is chasing a Grammy. I want to be the first as an indie artist to reach a major artist and get my song heard on the radio and get my Grammy for my family. Yeah. Yes, you, so you can check out iTunes. Um, we have albums on there. The songs that we did today are on iTunes. CD Baby, Rhapsody, any um, pretty much uh, radio media that you can think of, our music is out there. So if you just go to Google, type in KNS, just the letters KNS. And rock star behind it, all of our music and everything will come up. Right. Now, that California song. Yes. yes. I like that song. And, and not just because I'm from California, but I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, what, what's, uh, who wrote that one? Are you guys writing together? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we, write we definitely together. write together. My husband comes up with the music, so him being the producer... He actually produced that track, I want to say maybe seven years years ago ago. or so, and he sat on it for like, I would say three Three years, and I I would tell him, babe, babe, we really got to do this song, because I'm a California girl too, so I'm like, you know. I'm from Nashville, so, you know, not living here, I didn't know what to talk about, you know, I didn't want to do no gangster stuff, and stuff like that, I wanted to, so I looked at, as my part, I want to talk about it as a person coming to California and succeeding, the things that it can give you, like. It's not just the gangster and hip-hop stuff. Right. It's like you can go live in Beverly Hills if you come from the hood. If you come from the hood, you can go make something like California give you those, those um, you got those perks. You know what I'm saying? You guys got those perks where you can go do a show like this and some stars standing in the crowd. So that's the reason we welcome the Cali is because I wanted to welcome people from other uh, states and stuff like that yes. to be like, don't be afraid. Because when I came here, I was scared to come to places like this. Crenshaw, Compton. But when I started going, I was like, it's all TV. So right there, it hit me. Welcome to Cali. I wanted to spread a message to the other people. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you can come up here and you can come make some of yourself. Don't be scared to go to Compton. It's all a... Not saying it's all its all a lie, because it's, it's a true in some parts. You just got to come out here and handle your business. Right, yeah. And then, so being from here, it was important to me to get the song done. And so we came up with the title because naturally it just felt good, like a welcome to Cali. Like, that's a California track. So, and I would say, babe, we got to write to that. We got to write. So I wrote to it first, my verse, because I write my verses. And then my husband, he'll write his stuff. And usually he's the first one to write the hook and to write his verse. And so um, I wrote it, and I'm like, babe, you've got to write your verse. Come on. So I kept begging him. I'm like, just do it from a visitor standpoint. Just write your verse from a visitor standpoint. So he finally did. When he did, it was just like my heart was so complete. And I was just like, wow. I was so touched because being from California, again, it just felt so good. I think I felt what you felt. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So, but everybody from California, they love it. They love the track. They love the song because you just think about it. All of the... Um, we, we kind of talk about the glorifications of uh, California, you know, the beautiful palm trees, the beaches, the PCH, you know, just different places. 
And so when you think about it and you're listening to the song, it's like, ah, oh, this is this is us, you know. So it feels good. <laughs> right, it most definitely does. Thank you guys so much. Okay, well, well, before before I do thank you. But what's next? And I, I know I know you already sort of answered that already because you guys have these big goals and these big dreams as artists, as as entrepreneurs, chasing the Grammy, right? So I know that's what's next. But but but, but where, where what are you guys getting ready to do for the rest of the summer? Well, we're actually we're expanding because we opened our offices in Camarillo, California. Um, so we have our nonprofit offices there, our business offices there. Um, so yeah, our studio. So we're just um, looking to continue to expand and travel and tour. Um, you know, tour more festivals. But like I said, both national and international. Continue to expand our school tour. You know, in different states. So we just and also up. also what we're our next move is to uh, to help diversify these schools yes. uh, as far as people who go in and speak. Because our African Americans are not hearing enough African Americans as motivational speakers. They're seeing more motivational rappers that's who's telling them how to go sell drugs and do drugs, but they're not they're not in the schools telling them how to how to become an entrepreneur and how to own, you know, how to uh, and I think it's just time for somebody to step up and start doing stuff like that. More than music, take music, yeah, but let's take what we do and, and make uh entrepreneur let's show our people that we can do entrepreneur stuff. So our, uh, also we're connected with uh Camarillo. Uh, it's one of the richest cities in uh, Ventura County. Um, they're going to give us our first stage. We also have the We Busy School Tour stage that we take to fairs and festivals. So our thing is to break into those that's been to themselves, like the Latino community and the Caucasian community, to open up to our African-American because they listen to our music. And we want to make sure that we got people of color on that stage performing that music because anybody can mimic right you can mimic but it's nothing like authenticity so yeah we want to reflect the proper leadership i think that's the key it's to reflect the proper leadership within hip-hop yeah right and i believe you guys are reflecting it very well <laughs> i enjoyed your performance i enjoyed the lyrical content and when you guys were just explaining who you were while you were on stage, I said, oh, I must interview them. So thank you guys so much for you, for your time. And once again, give out that website. Um, it's uh, KNS Rockstar We Busy School Tour on Facebook. KNS Rockstar underscore on Instagram. And also, if you are looking to have us at your school or in your community, go to www.motivatethefuture.com. Weebly, Weebly is W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Motivatethefuture.weebly.com. Thank you, guys. I'm Angela Birdsong. You're listening to Conversation Piece, and we'll be back with more from the 8th Annual Back to School Giveaway. Thank you to my conversation piece guests, Surf, Sensory Integration Education and Research Foundation Executive Director Kathy Sutton. KNS Rockstar Husband and Wife Entertainment Entrepreneurial Duo, City of Torrance Mayor Patrick J. Fury, Solid Core Sound Systems Owner Mike Wilson, and Gardena Councilman Marky Henderson. Thank you to Leslie, Adam, Tucker, Nicole Johnson, Michael Washington of M. Watch Soul for the opening and closing theme song. And always you, our RGLA family. Reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on RadioJustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong once again. Thank you for allowing me to share this special experience of conversation piece on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done with love.